Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts Can I do my favorite, can, can do my favorite part though? I, I think it's okay though Okay, I'm good. Alrighty, welcome、mm-hmm. <laughs> to episode 211 of Hobby Addicts. At least I hope that's the correct number.、Oh、I didn't、gosh. update it. Okay, good. <laughs>、uh, actually, I didn't update it. Oh, it's probably, probably 212、correct. then. Hi, Mitz isn't here, so everything's burning to the ground.、Mm. Yeah, this is literally <laughs> the first five minutes of recording. We are spiraling into the abyss. Yeah. But、uh, we have hobbies, I think, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I played a weird ass game. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's, you do that though. Yeah, I do that a lot. I、yeah. play weird ass games. You, you do, And you do、uh, Mason has drumming, drum、yep. recording, and your next video game? Perhaps. Also, good news, everyone. It is actually episode 211. Oh, so. Shouts out, Mitz. <laughs> We're running the race in the right direction,、yeah. at least. And、uh, Enzo has been watching more K dramas? Yeah, that's,、uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Pretty cool. much. Cool. And taking monstrous poops. Just big dumps. Yeah, fat dumps. Info dumps all over. I've been dropping info on this toilet every day. <laughs> Great. We can talk about that more in <laughs> that's, detail. That's some hot news. Later. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, who wants to go first? Do you want to go first, M- Mason, since you have more on your list? Yeah. Sure. I just have a lot of little things that I've been doing.、Um, first up,、uh, finished up all of the drum recordings that I've been doing,、mm-hmm. both for the new EP that my band is It's in the mixing stage, aka everyone's finished their parts、yeah. and we've sent it off to the quote unquote producer.、Produce. To、uh, you know, align the levels and、Get、make everything sound、down. good. So that's very nice. I was also doing that、um, like quarantine arts across America thing、mm. where everyone was like chipping in and doing parts to perform songs from a s- series of plays. <laughs> so I finished all those recordings. So those will be coming out shortly.、Um, let's see, I started bike riding. Again, because the weather was getting nice and I had to do maintenance on my bike. And to do that, you need to like clean your chain and like lube it up. And to do that, you need to have the bike like elevated so you can like spin the wheels while you work on the mechanisms.、Mm. But I don't have like a fancy bike stand. So, and I didn't ask anyone to help me. And I realized this like after. My hands were like disgusting and dirty. So it's essentially consisted of me trying to lift up the bike with my like neck and head to like balance it. And it looked very bad、mm. and I dropped it multiple times. And I feel like kids were laughing、mm. at me, <laughs> deservedly so.、Um, but it was nice and it feels good to get out riding again.、Um, let's see. What else? How has the weather been over there? Because yesterday it was storming really bad yesterday. It was. It was moderately gross、mm-hmm. yesterday. I mean, I didn't do anything. I just、mm-hmm. stayed inside and played drums. But today was kind of nice. And I think, I think it's going to be like low to mid 70s、yeah. for the rest of the yeah, week. Yeah, I think so too. So we were actually supposed to get hammered with rain. I'm sure the same rain that you、oh, got yeah. recently. Oh, yeah. Ours is really bad. But it, 
it just missed us. So we got a little bit of it, but it wasn't it wasn't too bad. Right. Yeah, we had severe thunderstorms all week with flood watches. Yay. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now it's 85 today. Yeah, New York wasn't, we didn't get a shout. I don't, actually, I don't actually recall how much rain there was, but I'm sure it was similar to May's. It's like, we, we, it wasn't like a storm or anything, but it was definitely wet. Mm. So, but yeah, but today yeah. it feels warm but, as heck also. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. But here's something for you, Enzo. Me. I, on one of my first bike rides, I went by like, the, a high school that's in mm-hmm. the area and i saw that they had some lacrosse <gasps> nets up and i'm very Game tempted time. to just like grab my gloves grab my stick and grab just as many balls as i can gather and just go shoot some just go, go hit, shoot hit, some hoops my net, guy smash that net it's been it's been a hot minute since i've Yo, played tell and me, uh, tell me about your, your shooting form you got the side shot you got the overhead i uh it's very funny because I practice side mm. like 85% of the time. And then I do all just for fun. I'll mess with like underhand shots, like the submarine yeah. shots, because those are the most swag shots of all yeah. time. But despite all my practice with that, 90% of the game, I go straight. Oh, overhand. yeah, me too. And that same thing. I, and I, I played MIDI. So like I always dreamed of doing the good old like cross out, you know, hit like cross in front of the goalie and then do like the, the, the behind the behind mm-hmm. the back but uh, yeah no i would never i always just shot overhead because that's just in because bounce shots OP. especially when you play it like crummy OP. fields like you get crazy ricochets yeah. yeah op um craziest goal of my career i uh, i've had a couple behind the backs but okay. early on i was coming in on the net i was really close and I like I think the ball got knocked out and it was on the ground mm-hmm. and I just put like I kind of spared the ground right behind the ball and then kicked my stick and like me kicking the stick kicked the head of the stick into the ball and that like ricocheted up and into the Whoa. goal and it was uh, hard to explain but it made me feel very cool despite the fact that I don't know if that's allowed. Fuck it dude who cares. But yeah, <laughs> who cares? Literally, who cares? That's dope. So, yeah, so excited for all that. So, those are just some of the things I've been doing. But most importantly, I'm coming up on the end of Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, okay, oh really? That go. was fast. I mean, I've put in like 40 hours. Oh, so yeah, I mean, that game, if I remember right, it's like a 60 hour game, 50 hour game. Um, I mean, maybe. If I thought it was like, pretty I'm short. F- I'm. Yeah, so it's 40 hours, but I'm at like literally 99.67% of the way. Like I've done all the side quests. I've done all the hunting trophies. So yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm right there. So I'm like, hmm, I've got maybe a month until um, Ghost of Tsushima comes Mm -hmm. out. And assuming I, I get it, but... You know, I'm, I'm like, what what game do I want to play, if any, to fill that time? And I'm kind of between two games. Uh, one, which is, I think, still free on the Epic's game store, is uh, Civ Six. Good old mm. Civ. I, you know, I've never played a Civ game in my I've life. Played, what I've, are dab- your I've dabbled in Civ. I think you would like it. It's, it's, it's heavy mental, like heavy. Are you, huh? But I don't think you like turn-based, though. I don't. Okay, I didn't I think don't. you would. I'm very much a... 
uh, I like games to be moving around and action. No, this is a turn-based. As, like mm-hmm. str- as much as I like strategy, it is, yeah, like you said, turn-based. But if it's a good game, it's a good game. I, mm, I can't I think- say I've played enough to say... If it's good or bad, but yeah. From what I know of you, I don't think you'd like it. Okay. It's okay. a um. It's no trying. It's no four K uh strategy game. So <laughs> I don't think that I don't know. It doesn't seem like something that you would like because I think it'd be too slow paced for you. Yeah. I agree, but I've heard so many good things. But yeah, it's definitely no trying. Like, when are we gonna get back to playing that, uh, my guy? Uh, um, <laughs> Big I oof. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, then the other game I might try is Hyper Light Drifter, oh, which seems oh, much yeah. more yeah, my oh, speed oh, and aesthetic. Yeah, same. Yes. Yeah. It, that game is dope as fuck. I never, I never finished it, but I played a solid chunk of it. It's super, super good. And the okay. music, the okay. music, bro, the lo-fi. Oh my god. Bro. Ooh, lo-fi beats the murder yeah. enemies oh my too. Twenty-four seven. Nice, nice. Well, I think that's like the main chunk of what I've been up to. So if Mandy, if you want to go next. Yeah, I've got my weird-ass game that I played. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, game I played a few different games lately. I'm still playing Hollow Knight, mm. and I got lost. I got frustrated and stopped playing yesterday for a while. <laughs> that sounds like Hollow Knight. Yeah. I got really lost. I got the, the last boss that I played. I got the Monarch Cloak. I think that's what it's called. The, uh, the one unless you the monarch wings or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. the cloak yeah, wings whatever. jump higher mm. and then yeah. i started exploring the map and i was like god i do not remember where i'm supposed to go i'm so lost so i just like you know what i lost all of my geos at one point and i was like you know what fuck it i'm just gonna not play this for the rest of the night let <laughs> fuck it and uh you know still playing animal crossing i finally got the uh attic upgrade to my house mm. and i turned that into a big manga library oh. with arcade games oh and god all kinds of stuff. So uh, there's that. Uh, but no, I played an in- indie game from a developer that I have played in the past. It's called Dark Nights with Poe and Monroe. And the, the poets? Uh, well, yeah, that's what no, they're naming themselves. Poe and the, and the supermodel, I'm assuming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, yeah, this is from Deveki Studios. They made the Dr. Decker and the Shapeshifting Detective games, which I've played in the past and I really enjoyed because they're very weird F- FMV mystery games, mm. which were so my jam. They were so, I don't know, they were very interesting. Like, Dr. Decker was the one, it was called the Infectious Madness of Dr. Decker. That's where you play as a, um, like a psychiatrist in an office and, uh, you do, you just took over someone's job and then, um, but the person before you was murdered mm. and they think that it was one of his patients. And so while you're interviewing them, like just, you know, like having a normal session with them, you, like the more questions you ask them, the more deeper into madness that you get where you find mm. out that they were all like in some very weird shit. And that one was like, you could type out questions to them. And then like the game itself would pick out keywords and have like the correct response to it. But uh yeah, that one was very weird. And like, you got super, like you could go really far down the rabbit hole where all of them had different kind of superpowers. And it was very Lovecraft. Like all of these have a very Lovecraft feel to them. 
The same with shapeshifting detective, where you were a detective who could shapeshift, and then you could shapeshift into different uh, people, and then go interview the other ones. Mm-hmm. And this is another like murder mystery, and you could go uh, talk to the other ones, but you had to keep track of what you were saying as any particular character. So, like, if you're tell- saying one thing to somebody as a character, and then go say something that contradicts that as the same character, they would catch on and be like, uh wait, I thought you just told me this. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there like, like, or you could have too much information that that character wouldn't know. Like you'd be one character and get information then you could shapeshift into somebody else that character knows. And if you know something that somebody else said, like, I've only told this one person, then they would catch on like, wait a minute. And the whole point of that was to not let yourself be caught as a shapeshifter mm-hmm. and, uh, and solve the mystery. And in that game, there was a fictional radio station called Poe and Monroe, Dark Nights with Poe and Monroe. And you could hear them in the background. And eventually, um, the two hosts of that radio show, Poe and Monroe, who it's obviously not their real names, but uh, you get to meet them in that game and interview them. And in this one, they made a spinoff game with them. And it's, um, you know, an indie FMV game where uh, every night on this radio show, just something weird happens. And it's just different mysteries that you're uh, quote unquote solving. But man, I think out of all three of them, this one is so disappointing <laughs> because oh. I really, Oh no. I really loved infectious, infectious madness of Dr. Decker and shaped in shape shifting detective. Those were so much fun. And in this one, it's more of a comedy. It's like almost like you're watching a very bad B horror movie. Like they are overacting and they, it's very cheesy, but I think intentionally because these two characters were just, so weird in the shape-shifting detective that it's also just as equally weird to have a game based on them. Mm. But um, I think the problem that I have with it is the gameplay, though, where, um, like, they both Dr. Decker and shape-shifting detective had something weird and unusual about them. Whereas, like, you type out questions, and then somehow it'd be... Sometimes it was very weird how the character would like reply to your question almost perfectly, like right. like almost like you were actually having a conversation with them. And then the shape shifting detective was uh, different because you had to keep track of who, what information you're giving to people as different characters. This one is very simple, where it's more of like a point and click, where it like they'll say something and then it'll give you options on the screen to push and then whatever you push changes like the story and like how they act which is not i don't know it's not it's nowhere near as interesting as the other two Mm. it was very basic point and click kind of fmv game where and sometimes it would have things up on the screen and you're like i have no idea what this means like for example you could be talking to somebody and then it'll have like um a marker that shows up on like maybe a business card and then one on the bed and you're like well, I, obviously, I know what the business card is. We're talking about that. But what the fuck is the bed? <laughs> so, I'm like, I don't understand what that could be. Like, what what that means in the conversation. So you click on it to find out. And then it turns out your character just leaves. I was like, what? Hmm. <laughs> that makes no sense. But it is very weird where each night is a different weird, like supernatural mystery. And there is definitely something meta going on because they're banging it against your head of like uh, the idea of it's all your fault that if someone dies, mm. <laughs> whereas like, uh, like 
Poe and Mar- who both of them are great voice actors, by the way. They overact and act ridiculous, but Poe has such a fantastic voice. <laughs> I love his voice in the radio show, but uh, he, um, like, one character died, and then Monroe is like, man, I just can't help feeling like we could have helped him. I just feel guilty. And Poe's like, don't worry, Monroe. It's not like you are making all the decisions that led to his death. So I'm like, okay, I see what uh, you're doing. You're blaming me. Thanks, yeah. game. They're just like, it's Stirs not that it's camera. this dummy that chose to play this game. Yeah. And it does that over and over where it's like, um, some will say, well, man, I really hope one day I'll have a time machine to go back and try something different. <laughs> like, Okay, I see what's happening, but mm. it gets really weird sometimes where there's a guy like held up the, like took them captive and said, I'm from the future and uh, if you leave here, you're going to die and I'm trying to protect you. And then another version of him come, shows up and uh, kills that one. It's just really weird. <laughs> a bunch of really weird shit happens and you can tell there's something like either very meta or very Lovecraft going on like the rest of them. But I don't know. It, it's on um, Steam. I got it for ten dollars, I think. So it's not like it was a huge financial investment. And the two characters are so fucking weird. Anyways, I'm having fun with it. But I don't think I'd recommend it, especially if you like the other two games. Is it about as long as the other two? Oh, I don't know. I haven't finished it yet. I got pretty okay, far, okay. and it has like one of those things at the end where it's like uh, shows you the percentage of what. Uh, choices players made and mine are always for some reason in the low percentage it's like you're like only 20 percent of people took monroe's side on this and i'm like oh okay it's like, yeah girl you're kind of weird huh yeah you're fucking weird have you replayed the other games in the series like i assume these are games that encourage going back and seeing yeah like the alternate version oh yeah 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 like dr decker um you Somebody in the very beginning warns you that if you uh, give them, if you ask for too much information from them, then they could start leading you down a weird path where it's like, you know what, you're here to help the patient. Don't let the patient lead you in these conversations. So you can play it through two different ways or you're like only sticking to like the medical side or you can start asking them questions. Like one woman came in, like you can type out questions based on like what clothing they're wearing so some comment they made one woman came in with like an octopus and i said is that a cthulhu necklace and she's start talking about like weird shit mm. <laughs> and, uh, so you could do that like one person says that they are convinced that they uh can time travel and then oh no they can freeze time so you could like choose to ask him questions about that and go deeper down the rabbit hole where now he starts saying like he what he's doing during these times where he's freezing time and like he does a bunch of weird shit and or uh you could just stick to the medical side it's like well tell me about your job that kind of stuff and then at the end it asks you who do you think murdered dr decker and you have to make a choice on that and uh, so yeah there's many different ways to play uh dr decker dr decker and shape-shifting detective because the murderer always changes to somebody mm-hmm. else and so uh, depending on what questions you ask or what you do in those, you have like the mystery always changes and you have to figure out who it is. So, uh, but this one, I got there. I don't see hmm. like I can see you can go back and redo choices, but it's nowhere near as like uh, interactive as the other two, where it's like, oh, the mystery completely changed with this one thing that I asked. <laughs> so. No, I mean, yeah, I played the, I've replayed the other two, but I don't see this one 
I, I mean, I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm not, I haven't finished it. So maybe there is some replayability to it. But right now, all I see as in terms of replayability is just doing the chapter over mm. and just choosing the other option. <laughs> right. To see, and to see how that goes instead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. I mean, so that, that's I, what I played. I, you know, Mandy, I love that you love games so much. It's I do. It's literally incredible how you give so many games a try. Like, it's so dope. I play a lot of fucking weird games. You play a lot of fucking weird games. Those weird little indie games are my favorites, yeah, too. Yeah, like, you play the most <laughs> obscure shit, and it's just like, where did you even read about that? What the fuck? Good question. I have no idea. Yeah, dude, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> oh, I've also been playing um, the Valhalla Cyberpunk Bartender action game that's yep. on the Switch. Mm-hmm. It, on Steam, it's, like, one of my favorite uh, visual novel games. I remember, you t- I remember you talking about that on the podcast. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, they did put it out on Switch, and it is such a good port. It's, um, it feels not better to play it on the Switch than it did on Steam. Um, although there is some weird like, kind of uh, like menu choice selections that are weird, where um, like when you're mixing drinks, like you have to use the analog stick, which feels kind of weird because it's like you're cycling through them. I don't know. It's it's a very small little detail, but other than that, it feels great as a Switch game. I I I thought that you would have to like shake your whole. Oh, I guess you, but you have a Switch proper, right? So I, I figured that yeah. you, if you had to shake drinks, you would actually shake the whole stick. That would be so cool, but no, it doesn't. Wow. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like the Switch really doesn't often use yeah. that, like, gyration or whatever. Maybe they, yeah. Component Maybe of it. It does vibrate when you mix drinks because there's a difference between, like, mixing and blending, mm-hmm. and you have to mix it longer to blend the drink and it does like speed up with like the vibration of it but that's it like it'd be really cool if it did like the whole like you have to shake the controller i guess to mix it but yeah you know one of my one of my dreams in life is is still to have a good reason to be like yes i'll take my cocktail shaken not stirred i have not had an (laughs) opportunity to do that in my whole life yet and i I seek a moment to do it do you guys have you guys i mean I think if you just went to a bar, you could yeah, do no, it. no, no, no. But, but like, but like, I'm not gonna go to like a fucking Brooklyn dive no. bar and, and be like, "Yo, like, let me get my Tecate whiskey combo shaken, not stirred." You know, like, I'm not gonna fucking do that. Um, but I'll, that reminds me. I feel like there was some story on Reddit. Yeah. Um, sorry. Go ahead. I was, gonna ask, well, I was just gonna ask if you guys have, had a favorite cocktail. Mm, not really. No. I'm trying to think. Um, cause I really don't drink that often. Mm-hmm. I love my, uh, apple sake and that's my favorite thing in the it's, world. And I'll drink one. that forever. It's a good one. But, um, man, anything with chocolate in it. I fucking love chocolate drinks. Oh, yum. Mason, you <laughs> I get, don't know. Do you have one, Mason? Do you drink? I've never had alcohol gotcha, in my gotcha. life. Yeah. I, you know, as I asked that, I was like, wait, I don't think I'm asking. Water on water the rocks. On the rocks. <laughs> water shaken or stirred, Mason? Um, I don't want it shaken because I don't even like carbonation. So stirred. Okay, there it is. I like a cocktail called the Last Word. It's like a it's like a Ooh. gin. It's a gin cocktail. It has like green chartreuse. It has matcha something liquor, and uh, I forget and lime lime juice. It's really fucking good. Man, um, it's like every time I get a cocktail though, they always have these weird names that were like 
specific to that bar and no nowhere else. <laughs> like like we have like a barcade near us that's mm-hmm. called one. I think it's called. Oh, what was it? Two bit? I think I don't remember. But um, and uh, all of their drinks have like video game names to them. Uh, so oh, uh, so then if you like one, but you want, and then you go to a different bar, you don't really know right. how to get it because you're just like, yeah, yeah exactly. Can, can, I, can I get the fucking uh Phoenix down, please? Yeah, no, I had one called the Bill Nye, and I was like, right. this is really good, but uh, it wouldn't have a name anywhere else. Right, exactly. <laughs> imagine you imagine you roll up to like a five star bar, just say, hey. Uh, can Bill I get, Nye, the, the Bill can Nye, I get that science guy? Can I get the science guy, Bill, 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 shaken? Please. Yeah. <laughs> Not stirred. I assume you guys haven't tried any of the drinks from the bartender anime or the uh, the show where the the husband makes drinks for his wife. No, but I've I always had, wanted to. I think I have like a highball. That's it. Yeah, I think that yeah, was in the show. I, I, cause I've definitely seen that show before. I think I've had a highball. And I think there's a White Russian episode. I don't remember. I don't oh, remember. I found the last word. Last word's good. I, uh, mm. Listen, that shit. It, it's it's like a, it's 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 a little sour. It's a little bitter, and it's kind of sweet, low key, and it's gin. And if you like gin, gin gin to me is a very contemplative, uh, alcohol. So like a last mm-hmm. word, just like I like to sip it and just like contemplate about shit. Just like sit there mm. and just like think. Yeah, it's good. Feeling really, really erudite about mm-hmm, things well mm-hmm. i mean going springboarding off that not so much cocktails but like drinks in general do you have like are there any you're like strongly opposed to or any like you're like oh this is always my go-to um, drinks in general um drinks in general drinks in general i tend to not like drinks that are too sweet um however probably like my hmm, my Mm, my favorite juice is probably passion fruit or mango mango or passion fruit one of those two mangoes always mango flavored anything is is usually a winner yeah yeah. mango passion fruit is top for me but low-key also mango carrot juice is really good as well um okay and yeah it cuts down on that like overt mm, like sweetness where you can just feel your teeth just like decaying as you drink it um for smoothies i am a huge um like peanut butter banana smoothie guy uh you can throw in some nutella in there too sometimes if you're feeling weird um and yeah that's really that's really yeah i mean water primarily above all for sure i drink water way more than anything else in my life and then for how about like carbonation? Do you carbonation. have any uh, sodas and or pops and or soda pops? Yeah. I, I want to, you know, appeal to all listeners mm. who call it all different things. For carbonated drinks, I'm a, I mean seltzer, bro. I'll seltzer water, flavored seltzers. Ah, spicy yeah, water. So I, I, yeah. <laughs> water is amazing and I, and I love seltzer. Like whenever I, if, like I haven't drank soda as a choice in a long time. Like a really <laughs> long time. Like I only get soda if like. I don't want water and there's no seltzer option. Then I'm just like, okay, cool. I want, I'll, I'll just take some soda then. But like, but if there's ever seltzer, then I don't drink soda. Cause if I don't want water, I'll drink seltzer. And if I don't want seltzer, I'll drink water. Yeah. Nice. Mandy. Uh, coffee. Coffee's my life. Coffee. <laughs> coffee, coffee and sake. Coffee and sake. That's my life. Uh, no, I drink water too. I think the only like soda I ever drink is like. <laughs> you sound so defeated about that. <laughs> 
you oh. know that water life. <laughs> oh. You know, some, sometimes when I'm uh, rinsing my mouth after I brush my teeth, uh, some water splashes down my throat. I actually, it's kind of gross. I have two more. Now that Mandy mentioned coffee, I would like to revise mine really quickly before she continues. Really quick. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, oh, what was I? I was just about to say something. <laughs> oh, sorry, I interrupted um, you. So. I'm going to add, I love... My- chai tea. Chai tea yes, lattes. Sorry. Li- there we go. There it is, baby. I was just about to add, I I would I kill over my ice chais. I'm an ice yeah. chai guy. You can make... You just like saying that, I, I think. I love my ice chai. I love my ice dirty chais. You know, with that Ooh. little espresso shot in there. But I also... Oh, I just meant that they left some leaves in there. Oh, no, no, no. No. <laughs> the dirty. The dirty. Yeah, they just, just kind of spit in it. Oh, that, you know, that's not a good joke for Corona. <laughs> Never mind that. Delete the mitts, mitts, delete the mitts. No, don't um, delete. And then I also, I love Thai iced teas. Mm. You ever have one of those? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Thai, Thai tea. Thai, Thai latte, Thai tea latte. What about Thai iced chives? I've never had that, but that sounds like a fucking thing? banger. I would eat, I would drink <laughs> that shit. I would, I would, oof. Yeah, I want that. I drink a lot of green tea too. Like just no sugar or anything, just straight green green tea. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like that's too bitter for me. Um, I can't drink it cold though. I I prefer it warm. Mm. Like um, like I know that there's like the places that sell them in like cans, like canned green tea, and I yeah, just, like, I can't like stand those. Too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I have to have it warm. But mm. um, yeah, just like straight, just put green tea in water. It's good. For me, I love it. Yeah, my, my, my I feel my, like green tea is such like a sensitive, like taste that like putting it in a can, like just like the aluminum taste of the can would like almost like could rub yeah. off into mess it. with it. That sounds yeah. terrible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I don't particularly enjoy green tea outside of like it being made hot and then chilled or hot. Like hmm. that's really the only ways I like green tea. Tea for me, chamomile tea is my favorite tea by so far. I love chamomile. Like more than anything, in terms of like hot teas, like chamomile hot tea is like my go-to tea. Um, for like iced teas, then you get like the chai's and shit. Although a hot chai, Mandy, uh, do you also partake in hot chai's? Because hot chai is also really tasty. Yeah, I drink pretty much any tea. Yeah, I I, I love tea, but um, yeah, the chai tea lattes though that mm. I get are really delicious mm. too. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's fucked up good. Literally yeah. fucked up good. <laughs> but it's, I, it's not good for you, bro. Like a chai latte is so not great, but like, oh my God. It's so good. Well, it depends. If you're getting it from Starbucks, no. Because <laughs> oh, they yeah, put yeah. loads of sugar in there. Dude, but you ever, like, I don't put any sugar in anything that I drink, really. You ever watch the baristas at Starbucks pump that sugar syrup into yeah. shit? It's just like, uh-huh. yo, like, what are you trying to do to me, man? Yeah. Bro, like, oh man, I've had their lot like their uh frappuccinos before because they're delicious, but mm-hmm. holy shit, they put so much sugar in there and then put whipped cream on top. And, then, and I'm like, and then like caramel or something, also. Like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this is good for once a year. Yeah, like, oh, well, I've reached my sugar quota for the week. Great, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. When you when you go to a restaurant or and you get like a dish that has a sauce that you're not sure if you'll like, you can like usually order that on the yeah. side. Can you, when you go to Starbucks, like order like the sh- sugar or cream on the side so that have like pump it into like a little small like side I've cup? Never, <laughs> you know what? It. I've never seen that or heard of this. But I don't I w- think so. I will. I will I do this. I would doubt I will it. Do, I will go as a social experiment. 
I'm gonna go and be like, yeah, can I get the um the sh- order the sweetest thing they have, but ask for like all the sugar yeah, on the can, side. Can I get the? I'll be like, hey, can I get the usual? But like, don't put any. Just put the syrup on the side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, did you have anything you want to add with your K dramas? Oh, I mean, yeah. So I have been continuing my K drama fucking grind to the point where I changed my Twitter like name to include K drama enthusiasts because I <laughs> have literally spent so much brain energy just thinking about K dramas in the last week. Well, really, like the really like all of quarantine, but and that's why it's built to like a renewed love and appreciation for Korean drama because because K dramas have. I've always loved them my whole life, but mm-hmm. these last like six months, because even even before, because I mean I've talked about K dramas in the past, like pre quarantine, but like given we're in quarantine now, like I've been using them as like really good de stressors because K dramas like they're like they're they can be really dramatic, but like they have a lot of moments of levity, and I and I'm like I'm like seeking those moments of levity as a way of healing, uh, because the pandemic is wild. Um. Also, oh, uh, I'll share. Oh, sorry, I was gonna say something kind of personal, but I'll share that with you too after the after <laughs> the podcast. Um, it's up to you. <laughs> I'll probably mention it. You know what? I'm gonna mention it. Uh, after party, maybe question mark. We'll, we'll uh, think about it. We'll yeah, workshop we'll workshop it. it. We'll workshop it. But um, yeah. So I am gonna quickly. So hospital playlist is uh, okay john i've been talking about like the last couple of hop, uh, hobby addicts episode 11 aired this last week 11 out of 12 i sla- i sadly and was reminded of so this next wednesday would be the last one before like a huge hiatus and given covid no one really knows when it's going to come back people are saying a whole year which is fucking annoying um so they weren't planning this hiatus like would they have continued producing weekly shows so i'm not or I'm was not it sure. just the natural end of I'm the season i'm not sure uh, because there's no way they wrap up everything going on next episode like impossible i don't think so i think uh, i think a midway break was planned perhaps or and then on and then the pandemic hit so now like production is slowed down who knows actually i'm not i'm not really sure gotcha Either way, it's going to be a yeah, long period. Either way, period. I am not getting this show weekly, which fucking sucks. Um, but I have been enjoying it so much because, again, I also recently finished um, the Reply series. So I finished Reply 1994. And, oh, my God, dude, the ending to Reply 1994, it, it felt it was it was one of those moments where you just really a fucking appreciated show. Like, it's, it's like usually i'm just like oh no it's over like what am i gonna do now like i feel the void oh my god but i felt so grateful for the show like i found myself thinking like wow i am so glad that this show just exists and that i was able to like experience it like i felt so weirdly grateful to it um a quick quick like and i think the reason it resonates with me is because the reply series there's, there's three of them in total i talked about them last week they all focus on it's all like slice of life drama focus on a group of friends and this one focused specifically on a group of of friends that live in a college boarding house and it just like really brought me back to the years in my life that I consider to be you know still very important times in my life like college to me was a very transformative era 
Um, it's where I made all my best friends. It's where I made a lot of crazy decisions. It's where I like. It's where I tried and discovered. It's where, it's where I tried a lot of shit. Discovered who, who I mean, like and like and really like chiseled out. Like, okay, this is who I am. This is who I truly believe I am. And it was and those kind of themes were reflected throughout the entire reply series. And and the the final episode had so many beautiful monologues from the characters, all being like, you know, when I came to Seoul. Um, for listeners, Seoul, as in like Seoul, like in South Korea, like the mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you know, when I came to Seoul, like I was X, and then through these experiences, I became this, and I'm so grateful for it. Like so many beautiful monologues like that, and and it was just it was so, and the, it ends with um the character. And I mean, this isn't really gonna be a huge spoiler or anything, but it ends with the characters like moving out of the boarding house. And man, those goodbyes were just so fucking sad. And uh, it was sad because it was—I felt like I was saying goodbye to them, and it felt really shitty because that the the show was just so fucking good. It was fucking, it was so fucking good. But Aww. yeah, but at the same time, Hospital Playlist I think has like the same writer or production behind it that the, that the Reply series had. And so and so here 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 I am. I finished Reply 1994. I'm like bawling my eyes out. Um, my one of my favorite K drama actors was in Reply 1994. His name is Yoo Young Suk, and um, I I've loved him for years. He was in um, he was most recently also in Mr. Sunshine as like the as like the samurai boy, which is really fun, really cool character. So he is also one of the main characters in hospital playlist which is why i hit play on hospital plays in the first place is because oh fuck yeah union sucks in this okay i'm gonna start hospital playlist while also wrapping up 1994 so i finished 1994 i i like netflix takes me to the home screen because it's over i'm like oh my god i'm gonna miss these characters so much i go on like a whole uh tweet rampage and then I watched the latest episode of, of Hospital Playlist. And then what What does this show fucking give me, bro? It literally felt like, like the universe was like, hey, buddy, we got you. There's a scene where the characters in Hospital Playlist go to um, a karaoke bar. And Yu Yun Suk, uh, his character in Hospital Playlist is An Jun Wan. Um, and An is singing a song in car- at the karaoke bar drunk as hell and i'm just like wait 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 wait! i know this fucking song dude and i was like wait wait, wait. no they fucking did it and the song he's singing is the main theme for 1994 reply 1994 Aww. yeah and i would just i i don't know what came over me but i became so emotional because i was like i was like this is a beautiful see series of coincidences in my life right now and i will take beauty like this in any form during the pandemic because mental health is on the decline baby yeah uh, so, i think it is for a lot of people yeah man so like i it was just it was wonderful and like the and the theme song for 1994 is such like an uplifting fun song um and just and just to see this dumbass fucking actor that i fucking love he's such a he's such like a fucking potato i love him and <laughs> and just to see his drunk ass having a good time singing the theme and it being like a a like wink to the reply fans uh i felt so i felt so good uh watching i was so grateful for that little moment man so yeah um i am fully korea booed in two K dramas. Uh no regrets. I'm going to start um a couple of new ones. There's a new one called Mystic uh Mystic Pop Up Bar. 
where only only two episodes were out so far as of as of friday yeah as of friday it's about a back in like the in more in like more ancient korea there was a woman and a daughter who had the power to see people's dreams uh the government kind of like betrays this family and so the daughter curses the entire village and causes 100,000 people to die oh wait is this new this isn't new right it's brand new like brand oh it is okay never mind that's not it then i know my sister talked about something that sounded very similar because she loves k-dramas so i know some of them from her but yeah I thought she said something similar, but I guess it's not if it's new. I mean, it, it, yeah, well, um, yeah, I guess I guess I don't know. I'll I'll see if I can think about which one she's talking about. But this was okay. brand brand spanking new, um, and so then she gets sent to like like hell, and she gets reincarnated as um, she gets the chance to come back to life, but she has to help one hundred thousand people with their regrets. So it's it's really it's like it's like a it's like an interesting show. It's kind of it's a uh, hundred thousand people with their regrets. That's a lot, That's of, a lot people. of people. <laughs> That's a lot of fucking people. Oh, it's a lot but, of regrets. A lot of, regrets. <laughs> a lot of regrets. Um, but no. So they start the show with her having already done nine ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety. So she needs ten oh. people left. Yeah. Um, so so that one started so far. The first episodes. It's 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 kind of cheesy i love the chemistry of the cast though really good chemistry of the cast um i'm not fully hooked but i got the damn time to watch one episode weekly so like fuck it it's like one hour a week um and i also started this other drama called let's eat where basically we have a woman who is she's she's like pretty she's like pretty shy and kind of like neurotic uh, and and she's, she's she's like a neurotic, stressed out woman working in a law office, and she gets her the most pleasure she gets is from eating food, it's it's, it's from being a foodie, and it's a it's a love story about um she has a neighbor, and two new neighbors move in. One of them is a rich girl who's like spoiled as hell, and the other is like this weird like lazy fucking slob of a guy, but this lazy slob of a guy shares the same food passion as she does so they're kind of bonding over food which is it's been it's been really nice to watch too so i'm starting these Ooh. two um and then I'm, i want to start a third one called prison playbook also because it's like a baseball one it's, it's it seems fun but but i can't deny the hole in my heart for the reply series is raging i need to finish reply 19 i need to finish reply 1988 and once i finish that show i'm going to be so sad but yeah i know I that feeling yeah dude. <laughs> Well, I guess you'll give us an update soon. It sounds they sound good, dude. You, I the reply series are super good, Mandy. Like I, I think right up your alley, honestly. Like I have to check them out. Super good. Mm-hmm. Where where can people find all uh, these shows, or just in general? Like where's the go to places to find like so dramas? I all of the ones I've talked about: Hospital Playlist, Eternal Monarch, Mystic Pop Up Bar, Mister Sunshine, the reply series, all on Netflix so far um netflix has done a supremely good job at making netflix original k-dramas because in addition to these like when the camellia blossoms was a um, was an amazing show um uh, blah, 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 uh this i forgot what it's called abyss was a really good show um historian league you wrong was a really good show like netflix is killing it with the k-drama shit honestly but aside from there you can go to 
Oh, uh, what's that paid service? K drama like Fever or something? Yeah, there was uh, Drama Fever. Yeah, I don't know if they're still around, but yeah, um, you can. There's there's actually plenty. There's actually like I know of one or two. I can't think of the name off the top of my head. But there's one or two official like pay to watch channels that that like would that you're paying for like official licenses to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and those they're, they're all like subscription based, and that's where you get like all the dramas that come out. I I have not yet. I'm going to, if the pandemic continues, I'm going to see myself subscribing to one of these websites, um, and watching all the ones that aren't on Netflix. But so far, I'm going to the ones that are on Netflix because it's more accessible to me. Um, but they're all fucking great. So try them out and talk to me. I've had I had I've I've had nice interactions on Twitter with randos that just like K dramas, and it's been really fucking cool. So I'm always on top of K dramas with the listeners too. So hit me up. Awesome. Well, nice. I guess it's time to start the 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 real podcast. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I guess so, and not not the the tea cast. Not the tea cast, yeah. Though, though, man, we need to have a coffee podcast. Oh, sometime. would love, would love. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, guys, and thanks for supporting us. And Mitch should be back next week, and uh, we'll see you all next week. The good one. Bye. <laughs>